Vox Quick Hits. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home on? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. For a long time, people were shaming others about breaking the pandemic rules or just doing something that they personally saw as too risky. But now we've turned to a new shame game over people getting the vaccine. You've probably noticed somebody getting the vaccine and wondered why exactly they're getting it. How do they qualify or maybe did they cheat? On top of that, a lot of people are just mad about how the qualification system is set up in general. After a year of being cooped up, it's pretty understandable to be on edge. Many of us are really scared and honestly really tired. But is piling on people who get a shot really helpful? Who or what is actually to blame here? Vox's Alex Abad Santos explains. So after a year of COVID shaming, now people are vaccine shaming. What is that even? So what's happened since vaccines and more people have gotten access to vaccines is that some people are posting on social media. Of course, social media is a terrible hellscape sometimes. And people are like, well, this person is getting a shot. This person is getting a shot. And they start to feel like somehow someone cheated. It depends on your state. But for example, in New York City, the restrictions are now with uh, comorbidities, which are underlying health conditions, which you don't always see and BMI. And so obviously people are like, well, does this person really deserve a vaccine? And I think flanking that, like you have like these stories of like a certain semi-famous soul cycle instructor who jumped the line and said that she was an educator and she got a vaccine appointment and she posted online. So I think as like our own fear of paranoia and this just like general feeling is of like, is everyone getting vaccinated without me? Yeah. Uh, the other day, three of my friends got vaccinated the same day. And I had a real moment of like, I'm so happy for you. And also like, this is like hurting my soul to try and be a good person about this. So I, I get it. But does it, uh, do, are you just like, oh, wow, I, are, are they going to go to brunch without me? They must be having so much fun because they're allowed to like live in this world. <laughs> yeah. I've, I mean, that's where I'm at right now. Very petty, very petty thing. <laughs> But there is a bigger issue here, right, in terms of inequities, because we did talk about, you know, people who maybe have a health condition that we don't know about, but we're also seeing people maybe going to a different zip code or a different state to get a vaccine. So there are some real things happening here to, to be concerned about. Yeah. So I think one of the things we have to keep in mind is that every state is different. I'm pretty sure Alaska is vaccinating people that are now 16 and over. And so it's like, if you go over there and it's like, there's it's this whole thing called vaccine tourism. Also, one of the bioethicists I spoke to said the whole thing is kind of like what you see with like organ donation, right? And you have those lists and public health officials have already decided who's more important, who gets on the list higher, where your place is on the list. And no matter what kind of 
special formula you have or what kind of medical formula you have that's totally based in science, you will always have this human element of like, well, I deserve this or these people deserve this. And the hard part is, is like, if someone deserves something, you have to make a decision of who you're taking it away from. Yeah, I mean, I guess I am curious on just the, we've talked a lot about, you know, the vaccine, who and who doesn't get it. But there is like a bigger issue here of of inequity in play, right? Not everybody has the same access. Right. In the vaccine rollout, what most cities have done is have these big vaccine centers, right? Like Jacob Javits Center, sports arenas, Disneyland is a vaccine center. But the way to get them is you have to kind of go online and it's kind of like trying to book tickets to a concert that everyone wants to go to. And it's like, I'm sure you've done it. I'm sure we've all done it. Like if Britney Spears or Beyonce, we all are like refreshing, 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 trying to get the best seats possible, right? So it's a little like that. But like when you think about it, that whole entire system is geared toward and serves people who can be online, work from home, don't have like a job they have to go to so that they can keep checking like this website. And it all just depends on internet connectivity and like, do you have people who can help you who have internet? A lot of people living in places where coronavirus has disproportionately affected it don't have access. And that's usually communities facing poverty and black and brown communities. And I think you see cities like New York City and Chicago. It's what happens. It's like you have these big vaccine centers and all the appointments are gobbled up by people who are probably more affluent and probably have more access to computers and can't work from home all the time and can always keep checking all these updates. Mm-hmm. So I feel like kind of I hear two different competing ideas on the vaccines. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, more shots, the better. We just have to get shots in arms. Who cares? But on the other hand, clearly we do care because we don't want more people to die of COVID or become sick of COVID in the meantime. So when you talk to experts on this, how does this discussion play out? When I talk to experts about this, it is me kind of sounding simple and kind of sounding (laughs) silly and and like bioethicists being like, well, that's kind of wrong. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, right? But, like, we hear all the time, like, more shots in arms is good. It keeps everyone safe, right? Like, I don't know who said it, but, like, I'm, I repeat it. And so mm-hmm. I would talk to a bioethicist who was like, you might want to think about that. And he's like, if you're just giving shots to people who are working at home and don't have high exposure risks, technically they're probably going to be safer than the people that do need it, right? Like, people who are working in retail, people who are working in restaurants, people who don't have access to the internet. He compared it to kind of like a zero value add, like zero times zero equals zero. And I was like, well, that's a totally bleak way to look at it. And he was like, well, that's what's happening when you don't get the vaccine to the people disproportionately affected by coronavirus the most. He did make a point that like when we created this vaccine, like it was to halt and to stop people from crashing the ICUs and the healthcare system. And it's like, if those people aren't getting it, then there's a problem with inequity. And it's something that we probably and public health experts need to talk about. What it sounds like to me is that when we're shaming someone for getting a vaccine who maybe we feel like didn't deserve it or don't understand why they got it, like we're focusing on the wrong problem. The problem isn't necessarily the individual. It's sort of this broader system that we've set up where there are no real easy answers. Right. So when we got mad at like 
the yoga instructor or like the soul cycle instructor or some influencer who got it, right? I mean, I think the root of that problem is inequity. How do we actually get the vaccine to the people that need it the most? And it's, we still haven't figured that out. We're getting higher numbers of people vaccinated, but public health experts say that we really need to think about who's not getting it and who, who needs it and which communities need it the most. And I'm not going to accomplish that by tweeting mean things about people. I mean, you could. <laughs> uh, one thing that they kept telling me was, if you want to shame the yoga instructor, you should probably direct that energy to calling your state and local officials So and shame them for a little bit. Well, there you go. We have an action item at the end. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me about this. I don't know. I feel like everybody has made their own like set of pandemic rules and then is constantly mad at everyone else. What is it? May? We were supposed to get it like by May. So just hang in there until May and then we'll see. We'll see what happens. We can have the best summer ever. Alex Abad Santos is a senior cultural reporter at Vox, and you can find him on Twitter at Alex underscore Abads. You can find more stories from Vox in the Vox Quick Hits feed wherever you get your podcasts.